Hello, it's Carrie, and welcome to Peace and Chaos. Before you guys start listening to the episodes, I wanted to give a little manifesto of the Peace and Chaos blog and kind of the why behind this whole thing. And I just kind of wanted to caveat everything with um, admitting that I am no expert. I'm not a professional child therapist or anything like that. I am not done parenting. (laughs) Um, Part of me thought maybe I should wait until I'm like done parenting and raise my kids before I try to share anything with other people. But um, you know what? I'm in the thick of it. I'm in the middle of it. Just like hopefully a lot of other people that are going to be listening to this. And so I'm not coming at you as an expert. I'm just coming at you as a peer and as a fellow parent who's passionate about talking about parenting and relationships in the home. So here is my manifesto on Peace of Chaos. Here's my best attempt to try to explain why we parent the way we parent. In our culture, infants are inconveniences. Toddlers are crazy. Grade schoolers are annoying. Middle schoolers are awkward. And teenagers are just idiots. And then it continues. Young adults are out of touch with reality. And it continues to... Middle-aged adults are lame and the elderly are useless and out of their minds. So my question became, when do we have value? When are we accepted? When is our identity not shaped by what the world says? When can we embrace life and be thankful for where we are? I believe that God made each person and he made each person a whole person. He made each person in his image and with his heart. We have to start acting out of truth. It's about modeling for our children that they have value and worth at every level. And at every stage of life, we don't need to talk down to them. We don't need to water down the truth. And we don't need to think of them in a negative light. What good is that doing except making ourselves feel better about our feelings? But it's really making us have awful feelings. (laughs) We need to treat our children how we want to be treated. Because isn't that what we all want? Don't we all want genuine connection, affection, affirmation, and truth? We need to speak truth into them. The truth of what we know they were made to be and what they can be. Not what we see right now. We need to be their biggest encouragers, vision casters, and co-dreamers. We need to consider their developmental level and that their brains are still forming. While at the same time, considering that they are born that whole person and have whole value. Furthermore, eternal value. 
I keep saying we need to see and tell them what's true because we need to see them how God sees them. While their brains might still be forming, they don't have immature Holy Spirits. They have the same Holy Spirit that we have, right? This should cause us to have healthy expectations. Expectations that consider that their reasoning center and their critical thinking center in their brains is still developing, but that we can train them to know truth and to think critically. Let's consider science and how our brains are made. That we can train them to make good choices. That we can remind them and train them that they are kind and loving and patient peacemakers. We tell them who they are. And shouldn't we be telling them who God says they are? Everything else is a lie. They are made in his image. They are sons and daughters of a high king. And nothing can make God love them more or less. They have an internal inheritance. Jesus died for all their sins, just like he did ours. He hasn't given, he has given them all of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. And he has a big purpose and plan for their life. We get the honor of drowning out the lies with truth. We get the honor of training them in righteousness. We get the joy of seeing their misbehavior as an opportunity. An opportunity to see what is truly going on in their hearts and minds. To meet them where they're at and to come alongside them and point them to a better way. His ways. The very beginning of the Bible starts with Adam and Eve being made in the image of God giving them identity and purpose, and yet he's also given them total free will. And with that free will, they made the wrong choice. God could have made them total robots that only do what makes him look good and what he wants them to do, but he let them mess up. And there were major consequences to that bad choice, but the point is he let it happen. And the rest of the the story of the entire Bible is him giving person after person, chance after chance, to do things his way, to bring them back to him, to connect them to him. The Bible is full of story after story of him reminding people of who he says they are. It's full of second chances, try-agains, do-overs. There are not many stories in the Bible of people getting it right the first time and doing exactly what God tells them to do. So why do we expect this of our children? Why do we expect this of still developing minds? Think about it. Is this how God parents us? It's time for us to explore our motivations. It's time for us to dig deep and figure out why we are so uncomfortable when children misbehave. Why do we need to control them? Why do we need them to be and do exactly what we say when we say it the first time? Why are we so easily angry and frustrated and get so anxious when they're upset? Why are we just not okay with them not being okay? Why are we constantly reacting instead of responding with empathy and peace? What do we need to unlearn as parents? How often do we think of why we are parenting the way we parent? How often do we think of the long-term repercussions of how we parent our children? What is our intention? What is our purpose? What is our motivation? This is not about giving permission for them to do whatever they want or to get away with everything. This is also not about dictating and correcting their every move. This is about training 
connecting, forgiving, discipling, guiding, redirecting, and encouraging. It's about giving our best, yes, yet imperfect attempt to parent how God parents us. While understanding, we are all going to go about it differently because no two parents are the same people. Remember, he made us each special and unique. Our father is both gentle and firm, grace and truth, patient and pressing. He is a good, good father, and he's our best example. So that's just kind of my manifesto that I wrote out that I felt like I wanted to share before anybody started listening to the next few episodes um, on peace and chaos. I just wanted you to know my heart and my vision for this is that myself included, we can all do the inner work that we need to do as parents to be the best parents that we can be, the, the parents that God wants us to be, um, ones that are trying to be shaped after his image and after the type of parent that he is to us. And um, I am by no means excellent at this. I am, like I said before, very, very imperfect progress. Um, but I just hope that we can all learn together. I hope that you all feel very comfortable with asking me your questions and sharing your stories and um, just kind of reminding each other that we're all in this together and we're all figuring it out together, but that we can, um, we can try our best in the process. So thanks for listening. I hope that that gives you a little bit of backstory and perspective and vision behind peace and chaos and i hope you enjoy the episodes that are coming until next time see ya